Let's go. Serve team, serve team. We love you all so much. Very thankful for you. Everybody that's tuning in, we love you as well. Um, keep doing what you are doing. And to our wonderful pastors who are taking some time uh, to rest and refresh, we love you all as well. There's no one like you. And uh, thank you for being the leaders that you are. We have been in the um, this series, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership for weeks and weeks and weeks. I think we have three more, maybe two more after I do this one. So we are down to the last ones. And uh, the today's topic is the law of the big mo. Law of the big mo. Okay, that, that is momentum, if you're wondering what the momentum is. I'm about to tell you something that I don't even think my wife knows, all right? I'm about to tell you a story, and uh, it's actually a story that, uh, I don't know, it was just like a week in my life, and it wasn't a lot of excitement to it, but um, you know those ads that pop up about, hey, you could make up to 68 thousand dollars all right you can make eighty thousand dollars you know for 18 year old kid all right i'm 18 at the time all right for an 18 year old kid when you see that you're like oh man that's a lot of money all right i can make up to 68 to seventy thousand dollars i'm in let's do this you know how they word it weird too and you don't really know what you're signing up for it'll be like the directors of sales and blah 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 you know and it's just like oh man that sounds amazing i don't even know what that is but sign me up so i go i call and i'm like hey what do i do and they're like hey just come to this place i pull up and it is a warehouse that you would not enter in at night, all right? You're just like, no, nope, let me let me get out of here. Let me move. But I'm like, man, $68,000, let's do this. So <laughs> I, I show up, and I'm not kidding. I don't know how they got away with this. I don't. I doubt they are in business anyway anymore. But uh, I come in. They're like, what's your name? Tell them my name. And they're like, oh, okay, you're going to be with this guy today. And I'm like, okay, what are we doing? You know, and it's like, y'all gonna sell paintings. Okay, cool. So I get in the car with some guy I don't even know. And we are going from business to business trying to sell these paintings, all right? And I'm looking at how he does it. This guy is, I was unprofessional, but this guy was times 10 unprofessional, all right? This guy did not care. I don't know what he was doing. And he was training me to do this so one day of training with him he didn't sell one painting so i don't even know what it looks like to sell painting i show back up the next day they say all right you're out on your own uh, this is when i was in denton i mean in dallas and they said you're going to be selling paintings these paintings in denton i don't even know what to say about these paintings all right so they load up a bunch of paintings in my car and i'm walking around from business to business walking in saying hey y'all want a painting and they're like, no, we don't want a painting. And they just like kind of closed the doors on me. And it was like business after business. And finally, I got so sick of it. This is true. This is, I got so sick of it. I just started making up stuff. All right. I was like, man, uh, I literally walked into a gas station. And I was like, <laughs> like a gas station is going to, I mean, I was desperate. I'm like, somebody buy a painting. And I'm like, hey, a monkey painted this painting, man. This is. And they're just looking at me and they barely speak English shit too, you know, and I don't even know what they're saying to me, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to go now, you know, it looked like they're about to call the cops on me and anything, anything short story is 
I ended up going back and I was like, I'm done, guys. Y'all can have your paintings back. Um, this did not work for me. I did not sell one painting at all. And I will never sell painting ever again in my life. But what I was thinking is, what if, what if I was actually trained right? What if I was actually partnered with the individual who knew everything about the paintings, who the artist was, who, uh, how he painted it, the year that it was painted, the replica, what it means, how it can match with this wall and that wall? What if I was actually trained correct? What if I was actually given vision of something that I could buy into of like, oh, man, I know all about paintings. I'm fired up to sell some paintings, but instead... I wasn't trained. I didn't see one win. Therefore, there was no momentum at all for me being a painter at all. Uh, and so uh, there's a few things. There's a few things, a few things. Um, the story, uh, uh, a few things that I want us to remember. How do we capture momentum in our lives? Okay. How to get there. This is easy. Prayer. Yeah. Again, I can't say this enough and how much I lean on this. Lord, would you seal this in my heart? Because times can get hard. They can get hard and bumps and obstacles can come. But Lord, even if I fall, would you help me to fall forward? Would you seal this in my heart that I'm not going anywhere? I'm not going anywhere. And just to be honest with everybody, there were times in the past where I would think, hey, I'm going to go get another job. But deep inside of me, I knew I wasn't going to go get another job. It was just like my little flesh just trying to pop up and trying to say, hey, you should go get another job. And I'm like, I'm not going to go get another job. This is where I'm supposed to be. So um, prayer. Uh, and then this is another easy one. Get around individuals who are in the same field that have gone before you. Surround yourself with these people. Again, get it on the inside of you. Uh, number two, number two. Uh, motivation is a key factor in developing momentum. Eliminate obstacles that is hindering momentum. Uh, when, I, when I read that, I immediately thought of Abraham, who y'all know the story. You know, God said, I'm, I'm going to test Abraham. Go sacrifice your only son. And he immediately starts trekking up the mountain to go sacrifice his son. And on the way... I'm, I'm kind of reading into what happens, but I, I do believe that this is what was going on in Abraham's mind. He turns and he looks at his servant and he says, you wait here. You stay behind and we're going to keep moving forward. And then when he tells the servant that, he continues on and then Isaac says, wait, where, where's the wood? Where, where's the sacrifice? And he started kind of doubting what was happening, you know, and Abraham says, God will provide. What happened in that moment? Abraham eliminated what could have been an obstacle in his servant. Could you imagine if his servant went up in the mountain with him and he's grabbing a knife about to kill his son? His servant probably, hey, what, what are we doing here? You know, he, this is not what I signed up for. You're about to kill your son? No, you stay back. Son, hey, God, what are we doing, Dad? God's going to provide. He eliminated the doubt. There are obstacles that sometimes try to pop up in our life or could already be in our life. And it is important that we eliminate those things so that we can continue to move with the momentum that God has called us to move in. There's some relationships 
we got to cut it off. Hey, I need you to stay beside. That doesn't mean we don't like them, but that just means, hey, give me five feet. Give me five feet. You stay back. I'm trying to move forward. It might be time. It might be TV. It might be video games. It might be marriage. I don't know what it is, but there's some things that we have to ask ourselves. What is in our way from continuing to move with the momentum that God has called us to move with? Eliminate the obstacles in our life. And the next thing is celebrate the wins. Celebrate the wins. Celebrate the wins. I love uh, the, 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 um, the culture that we have started here at Shoreline. We're all about celebrating the little wins. All about celebrating. Man, that was incredible. We do it every single Monday. And I would encourage you with your teams, with your jobs, with your businesses. They may have gotten 99 things wrong. But find that one thing. Find that one thing and celebrate that one thing. Those other 99 things, we'll fix those. But celebrate those. Uh, uh, celebrate that one. This is really hard for me to be honest because my uh, natural uh, tendency is I want to fix whatever I saw that was broken. It was, it, this is something that God really had to work on my life, and I'm still working on. I mean, every Sunday morning, I immediately go to, I need to fix this, I need to fix this, I need to fix it, I need to fix that. But then I stop, like, wait, someone got saved. Man, someone poured it out today. Someone got out of their own mind and showed up to serve today. Somebody went all out leading worship today. Somebody poured it all out. I need to stop and celebrate those things. All the other stuff, they'll get fixed, and we'll keep working on it. But make sure that we continue to celebrate the win. So that is the law of the big mo. Let's keep being the church that we have called to be. God bless and love you all.